The Six Million Dollar Steve. There's something about nerd culture that inevitably leads to waiting in lines. Movie premieres, autograph signings, new gadgets, convention openings, all sorts of stuff. We wait in lines. It is our way. We do it, our parents did it, and our parents' parents worked for a living. No one likes waiting in lines. Sure, at the grocery store you can peruse the tabloids to see how the celebs are just like us. Oh, Lindsay, I hate my blood alcohol monitoring anklet too. And the security line at the airport always leads to an erotic frisking, but these are not fun activities. There's something about waiting in line with a group of like-minded individuals that makes the experience more tolerable, though. Whether you're waiting with a group of fellow roller coaster enthusiasts, Sex in the City fans, clan members, technically clan members wait in mobs, actually, or deadheads, you know it's going to be a decent time. At nerd-centric events, though, the wait in line is more than tolerable. It's part of the experience. A camaraderie forms. Bonds are made. In the real world, we're outcasts, but in a line, we can be ourselves. Look, that guy's on a Segway. Those guys are playing Magic the Gathering. Look at that guy's mustache. That man is inexplicably wearing a cape. Sweet Sequest shirt, dude. That guy is even more pale than me. Whoa, there's a female. In every group, there's bound to be a rotten egg or two, though. Your popped-collar douchebag amongst your Nine Inch Nails fans, your Team Asian Kid fan amongst your Twihards, your Contrarian Juggalo, that sort of thing. And nerd events are no exception. But in a herd of nerds, the worst you're going to get is a guy defending the Star Wars prequels, and in the grand scheme of things, that's not so bad. At least he's not defending Star Trek V, Shatner on the Mount. I think my worst nerd-centric line was from a few years back before the Wii came out. And it wasn't even really the line itself so much as the line's duration. Nintendo had a Wii Play Day a month before the Wii was released at their retail store in Rockefeller Center. They had six Wii systems for about 500 people. It was in the afternoon in the middle of the week, which necessitated I take a five-hour lunch break to sneak out of the office and play 20 minutes worth of video games. It was a risky move, but that princess wasn't going to save herself. It's interesting how two lines that you think would be similar can have totally different feels. The Rockefeller Center Wii Posse had a very, I'm a grown adult with no job I need to be at on a Wednesday afternoon, so I'm going to play video games feel to it. But a month later, when I was in nearby Times Square waiting to buy the Wii myself, the line had more of an, it's 11 o'clock on a Saturday night in the middle of November, let's go wait outside Toys R Us in Times Square for a few hours to buy video games feel to it. It's a subtle difference, I'll grant you. My favorite line waiting experience was at the opening of the Apple Store on Fifth Avenue. It was before I moved to New York and I just happened to be in the city the day the store was opening and said, hey, it's nice out, let's do this thing. Actual quote. I got there a few hours ahead of time and there were only a couple hundred people there, and yes, there was a guy on a Segway. Considering the line later ballooned to a few thousand people, I thought this was pretty good. After about an hour in line, it started pouring rain. Nice day, my ass. Once the sky opened back up, though, the sun came out to warm us up and brightened everyone's spirits. As the six o'clock hour struck, the sun peered down upon the glistening glass cube as if God himself had blessed the Apple store, and the doors opened. And there was much rejoicing. Every so often, you'll get a nerdy line that's not so fun, though. Something about the vibe of the line is just a little off. 
This past Tuesday, I waited in line to pick up the new iPhone. Having waited in lines with other Apple dweebs in the past, I assumed this would be a similar experience. But it quickly became apparent that these were not my Apple dweebs. They should have been excited. They were getting the new iPhone. It's shiny and Ramsian. It has pixels so small even Steve Jobs can't see them with his cybernetic eyes. Fact. During Steve Jobs' hiatus last year, he was transformed into a cyborg at the behest of the Apple Board of Directors. They rebuilt him better than he was before. Stronger. Faster. But no, the people in this line didn't care about design by Dieter or pixel density. And there was a reason for that, because on this very day, I wasn't in line at the Apple store. No children. I was in line at the AT&T store. Cue dramatic thunder and lightning. Days earlier, a mere three blocks away at the Apple Store Soho, there was a line nearly completely around the block waiting to buy iPhones. I walked by it. It was ridiculous. And even though that line was exponentially longer than the one I waited in, it was populated by happy people, nerdy people, my people. Apple provided bottled water and ice cream to beat the heat, umbrellas for shade, iced coffee for life-sustaining caffeine. Meanwhile, at the AT&T store, all we had were angry customers and disgruntled employees. It's hard to be angry when your tummy is full of ice cream. I don't know when my next line-waiting experience will be. Will it be for some crazy electronic device? A nerd-themed amusement park ride? A new retail establishment? Some combination thereof? Best Buy, the roller coaster. Whatever it is, I'll see you there. I'll be the guy wearing the Sequest shirt. Behind the guy on the Segway in front of the female.